0: Hello everybody and welcome to Thrallers. I'm joined as always with Chris Ronalds. How are you doing Chris?
1: Uh, Spectacularly well. Happy to be here. Uh, Episode 21, Legal Drinking Age. Oh, how good? How good? We just ticked
0: over to our 50th uh, subscriber or follower, whatever whatever they call it on Spotify as well. So, um, how about that? Hitting the big time. (laughs) 50 people want to be notified when we sit on our couches and talk to each other. That's crazy. Who would have thunk it? (laughs) Very, very strange. But uh, thank you to everyone. Um, Let's see if we can get, I don't know. 50 a lot we, yeah. what are we aiming for here? yeah yeah what Fifty-two. Uh, uh, <laughs> yes. 52 100 people's like our max audience base so we've got half of them already so let's, we're, let's call it good
1: yeah let's uh i think 50 is pretty good milestone i mean we're we're niche and we have we have no intentions to go less niche if anything we want to go more niche so it's it's exactly. kind of hard to grow that ba- base yeah, I feel like some of the
0: people that are subscribed, we don't even actually want their content. Like we don't even want their patronage. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, that's not true. That's <laughs> not true. If people don't listen, then we're just two dickheads uh, talking to each other. And I don't know. It's less fun the to-
1: world's got enough of those podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> Uh, I think we just have to jump right into uh, one of the most exciting things that I've seen in a little while that uh, Melbourne's going to run a tournament in Jumbuck.
1: We love that. We love that. Uh,
0: it just popped up out of no- nowhere. Stoya put it on a uh, couple of the chats, and then all of a sudden now there's a Facebook page, and now that's disc golf official. It is. <laughs> if you make a Facebook page, it's happening. So why 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 should we be excited about a Jumbuck tournament?
1: Um, I'm sure surely it's been mentioned on the potty before. Obviously, the Green Jacket um, took place there uh, not too long ago. When probably it was this podcast, in a lot of respects, was probably born at Jumbuck, like hanging out with the boys, talking nonsense about disc golf. I'm like, we could do this, and other people might listen. But uh, Jumbuck, for those that are seasoned travellers, think. Bore, bore, think Paul Mina, think Ruffy on steroids, think Jurassic Park, think very very com- convenient amenities and just a general bloody good time.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. I yeah, beautiful course, like beautiful scenery, uh, and a really good hard course too. Uh, what was what's a good like a very good a good score? There's even yeah like people killing it were getting like two out of three under
1: yeah i mean it was a torrential downpour um this is true but yeah i'm just opening up the uh the Heiser fight from september 2022 uh oh that's right me and timmy went to a playoff uh oh yeah on plus seven yeah there you go it what the weather
0: conditions were bad though we've played it before and a very good round yeah, well, a good round is even, and a very good round is sort of two or three under. And, and it's not like you're invalid where you're just like, well, I can't do anything about this hole. Like, there's plenty of holes where you're looking at, you're like, oh, I can do some stuff about this. But they're just very specific shots. Yeah. Uh, and then you don't hit that line, and then you're in a bit of trouble. The, the rough's pretty rough. 100%.
1: Um, so I'm very excited. You think you'd be able to make it? It's a two-day tournament. I know, I know, I know. I'm thinking I'm thinking along the same lines as Dad's. If I if I'm there, so's Theo, so's Allah. Um not long after this course got installed, actually, um Allah and I went and stayed up there on a road trip on our way through the Sapphire Coast. Um and yeah, that was super accommodating and uh Allah enjoyed it. Um so I, I haven't said this out aloud in front of Allah yet, but I'm going
0: to work on it because I just don't want to miss it. Buck's just too fun. Yeah, no, that's great. I Yeah, I'm very keen. For, for me, it's the weekend before uh, eruption. So that might make things a little bit more tricky because, I don't know, I might be on an eruption on like Wednesday or Thursday or something. So um, pretty quick. Turn around, but uh, the missus doesn't particularly enjoy looking at me. So, uh, we we could be on if 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 I can make it happen, it's probably going to happen because uh, I'm very excited about that jump back course and the weather should be a lot better than yeah the tournament we had last year. So uh much yeah much more player
1: friendly, I would hope. Hopefully, hopefully, I I'm like while we're on it though, and everyone has to go and don't let this perturb you and i don't know if i've used that word correctly but let's just roll on um the elephant in the room when it comes to jumba and i'm I'm sure they're listening up there um is what they wish to charge for accommodation
0: yeah so i that has been a sticking point it was tough for the Heiser flight thing it was tough for us to do something so i'm hoping like from from what Sawyer said uh it didn't sound like it was going to be a million dollars which is what they were trying to sting people for last year yeah so hopefully they've become a bit more reasonable and um yeah Stoyer's works of magic and it it's not going to be crazy but um yeah i don't know we'll see i'm i'm very excited about it there's not that much accommodation on site so we'll, like if you if people are starting to bring families and things like that it'll fill up pretty quick but yeah um yeah we'll see look forward to seeing all the thrillers there So one thing right before we jump into the uh, Melbourne social day is we had a ratings update day. Yes, we did. So we got to have a a quick little look. There's nothing that I've seen uh, that's really jumped out at me except I don't see Chris
1: Ronalds' name on the first page. Uh, Look, you need to play around with some filters there. I also I also did not find, Oh, you okay, yeah keep going. yeah I was gonna say I also did not find my name on the first page but then I also noticed that there was a couple of players on there with no rating showing and I cri- yes. and I quickly noticed oh they're like long expired or whatever so I my only filters in my defense are current and Australia and when I do that I make it to 25th.
0: No, nah, I love that. I didn't uh didn't realize you could do current. Yeah. So I I barely figured out how to find where they were, so <laughs> <laughs> I was going to give you that. I said you're yeah, your first missing from the first page is a fair asterisk because yeah, there's three blokes that uh are all expired and have been for a minute. <laughs> yeah, yeah, some have so, been for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, uh, no, nah, good on you. Managed to hold on with just the one stroke down, or well, the one uh, rating down. Yeah, we
1: we'll dropped by one. How did you. Uh, how did, you uh, did I also see that you dropped by one?
0: Just the one.
1: Oh, look at us in unison. Just the Froler the the hosts <laughs> in unison.
0: Not too bad. So, I'll take that. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm and not yeah, Beatty didn't drop as hard as I
1: thought he might. Yeah, was it five?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Only down five. So, under 1,000 again. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. He was. Yeah, I don't know what I was expecting, but um, I, w- I was expecting a little less.
1: Uh, yeah, I think so. Um, someone uh, obviously we've spoken about standard deviations on the show before, and Kyle Herb didn't hit me up. Um, and I think someone who's benefited from, a, you know, pretty thankfully from some standard deviation love is Aiden Howard. He's, he's dropped by three, but uh, if you go into his rating detail... His uh, Melbourne Celebrates uh, did not count <laughs> at all. Yeah,
0: I I, uh, I I can definitely imagine that. He <laughs> he was very lucky not to cop a full like last week uh, and he was well aware. He messaged me after and he's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah I
1: sucked. <laughs> Yeah, so one of his rounds was eight seven six, um which is like he had one eight two six, which is more than a hundred away from his rating. So it makes sense that that's not counting. But an eight seven six, it's only fifty odd points away from his rating, but because of a crazy good standard deviation, an eight seven six doesn't count for him.
0: Yeah, very impressive that. Yeah. Yeah, nice work. Nice work by him. Well it's all coming full circle where we had a pretty fat chat about that a few pods ago.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: Oh, very nice. All right, should we uh, jump into what was a pretty cracking uh, first Melbourne social day at Little Blind Creek in Melton?
1: Yeah. Uh, We like to call ourselves the Creaky Blinders.
0: The Creaky Blinders. I I enjoy that. (laughs) I enjoy that. And one thing stands out well above all the rest is our man, Mark Hardy absolutely blitzing it with a uh, ber- a bogey-free course record neg-12.
1: Huge. Um, I definitely... Uh, I've been... Look, I'm not going to lie. Maybe I've been a little less active on the socials recently. Um, f- fair to say I'm fairly busy on an, um, in between pods at the moment. But um, I need to get a mind the gap because that's about as big as it gets at a one-round social day. Oh.
0: For sure. Everything else is one stroke, one stroke, one stroke, and it's just six. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, nah, huge by Hardy. And uh, joining the Hole 8 Birdie Club, which is pretty exclusive from uh, what I'm hearing from Penn. Uh, Only uh, two or three people getting it.
1: Yeah, that's extremely exclusive. The hole came in at an average of 3.4 with, yeah, you know, uh, many people... Going over par and only Hardy going under par.
0: That spicy little flex forehand he's got and uh, a nice long putt. Uh, Yeah, too easy for the big man. Yeah, 100%. Love that. And then, uh, yeah, a few sixes. uh, Our man Farron's in there. Matt Daniels, who just loves playing at uh, Melton. I think uh, he'd be pretty happy if every single disc golf tournament was played at that course because I think... uh, I think he plays a lot better there than he does at a lot of other places. So, nicely by him. Uh, Peter and Penn. Oh, and Chris Saxby. Sorry, buddy. Yeah. All with sixes.
1: Yeah, a whole chunk of them. And then we got um, Taryn and uh, Tony coming in with fives. I tell you what, I it's fair to say we've never seen Taryn so top, uh, so close to the top of the leaderboard.
0: <laughs> yeah, very true. Uh-huh. Very true, and I've never even seen Tony play disc golf. Where's, where's he been? I haven't seen Tony in forever. Look, he, look he, at him out there! He's been
1: keep competing in the New South Wales tournaments. Remember?
0: Yeah, true. Very, very true. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, nah, cool. I do like that. But one thing that really stands out—you got to head down to uh, Brett Bobridge with the ace on hole nine.
1: Boom. How good? Yeah, that is good. That's like that's a. That's a finesse. I'd I'd love to have seen it. It's a finesse shot. That's a, it's no gimme that hole.
0: Yeah, I'm definitely, uh, definitely trying to remember which one's hole nine.
1: Uh, Uh, Oh,
0: that's the one playing back from the
1: path. Yeah. 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 Down the hill around a tree, sneak inside a bush.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Oh, I'd be very interested to know that. He he throws a lot of forehand, so it must've been the forehand, but yeah, that's great.
1: Yeah. You only have to look at like, obviously a lot of the holes are quite birdieable. Hole one got a lot, three got a lot, four, five, six, all birdied a lot. <laughs> yeah. Gets hole nine. It uh, doesn't have a huge amount of birdies comparatively um, to some of those easier holes. So that's a sick birdie. That's a sick case. Sorry. No,
0: nah, that is. Yeah. Now, yeah. Now that you have really pointed out the hole that, very well done there by Brett yeah he's uh another one of them that like lo- we would love it if we only played in Melton I think he got the uh the th- the thrower forehand thrower spotlight for um hold hold 10. 10 the other week yep. <laughs> and now he's got the Ace on Hall night
1: yeah it's, that's uh yeah that's pretty cool pretty cool
0: very nice so the other big thing that happened on the weekend was the big wet yes which it we did. were all excited for because you were going to make it out to this one correct uh very cool battle
1: in the mpo so
0: you were there firsthand you need to you need to let us know what happened
1: but yeah so end up being a ring and ding ding uh in the mpo um round one um on the advanced course was a bit up and down for a lot of the field and um, i managed to come home with a, a pretty weird round of a minus four which was the clubhouse leader uh closely followed by daz at minus three then tim at minus one and uh leo dykes in a in a shake up uh made it onto the lead card which he was stoked with because he'd missed out uh on asterisks with pdga numbers Uh, the last couple of events. So then off we went Um, and yeah, both Daz and Tim, I mean all three of us booted hole one to start off with. And then Tim, Tim was five from five before we knew it. Um, Daz was, that's interesting. So there you go. Daz was two from six and Tim was five from six and uh, had the lead at this point after six holes in, I was, I, I, I was one from six. I was going nowhere. Um, step up to hole seven, and uh, I'm sure our listeners have seen it, but uh, Park Media is on uh, coverage, so sure enough, as uh, Daz just throws it in. Bang. Ace. Um, That's so good. So sick. Sick ace. Eh? Skips up a putter somehow, brand new putter. It's got a cloudbreaker stamp on it. Jumps in, heart of the soul. Everyone gets around him, chases it down, and... And now all of a sudden, uh, game on. And because I guess we had... And, a, uh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, I was going to say, because I guess Daz had a couple of shots on Tim, um, and as did I, um, I, I just plotted away those two. I thought I, I, to be honest, I wasn't really looking at scores, but the way they were playing and the way I was playing, it was minor gap. So, like, I, I didn't know where I was sitting. And then we got to hole 18 uh, and i have a cursory look and i'm like okay cool blake nichols is smashing me leo's smashing me um i'm gonna have to like just you know try to birdie this hole uh to get a podium here so um
0: only two strokes off the lead as well
1: yes and i was only two strokes off the lead but that's two strokes one hole anyway i um had the box did i i'm looking at this yeah because i birdied um 14 15 16 yeah so i had the box that was weird as well so i got the box for the first time for the round and piped it uh straight down the guts just finish off to the left i was like okay cool and then both tim and dad stepped up and went left and right hard and early and then proceeded to butcher their seconds and they like they were barely in circle two after two throws either of them And so I haven't even seen where my disc is at this point because we're slowly making our way down the fairway. And then uh, they throw into the bullseye or whatever for their bogey tap ins, And we get to my disc and, yeah, it dawns on me that, okay, I've got to hit this putt to make the playoff. These two are tied. I hit this putt and I'm in a playoff for first, which was uh, not how it felt. Anyway, long story short, bogeyed that hole. And I finished fourth. Tim and Daz go to the playoff and uh, Daz bullseyes it. Um, Tim does not. You know, hole one, I'd love to say, is the uh, hardest, easiest hole in disc golf. It's just boggling how hard that hole plays for how simple it is. And uh, But Daz didn't find it as such and, yeah, parked it and knocked in the putt and takes away another Ballarat victory. I chalk it up.
0: Two from two this year in Ballarat, old oh, Dazza. Exactly. He loves it. And, uh, yeah, there's nothing better than a uh, one-hole playoff. Yes. <laughs> My favorite thing in uh, disc golf, I think. Yeah. So, Big I gets the win there and takes down the $500 ace spot. Oh, that's monstrous. Oh, I love that. That's so good. Nice weekend from him. Maybe he can uh, finagle that into a uh, uh, nationals weekend.
1: Yeah. Yeah. parlays all around. Um, <laughs> yeah. He will be working that angle hard on no doubt. And uh, you mentioned Blake huge
0: second round for him. Neg 12.
1: 1,001. First ever 1,000 rated round for Blake.
0: Yeah. And it won't be his last either. Coming off what was a very disappointing Melbourne celebrates for him. And he had a, pretty flat first round and i was just like oh, okay maybe he's not better than me and then whack <laughs> <laughs> much better than me
1: <laughs> yeah that's a sick round
0: yeah very very impressive by him uh but you managed to uh, hold off young gun leo so that's all right and uh yeah could have got the third uh if uh, he had a laid up but we don't we played to win here we don't we don't play for third yeah exactly exactly still still managed to cash
1: I did, I did, yeah. Disc golf rich. Don't worry about that. <laughs> uh, according to yeah, right. my uh, PDJ statistics, what am I? I'm 850 bucks in the green.
0: Oh, yeah, boy. I, I go to Europe. Yeah, boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Uh, MP40 was a little less exciting. So it was only uh, Chris Hart and then Tosh jumped in as well um just to give him uh something to battle with but um yeah fair fair gap there which is pretty understandable but um nonetheless he got to take home the really cool horn so Dazza and Chris Hart both got these really cool trophies by uh, uh I want to say it's three horn brewing <laughs> it was the name of the company that got on board a Ballarat company that makes mead. Correct. Right. So uh, they got a bottle of mead and these really cool drinking horns. So I was, I was very, very jealous. They, they was great trophies. Yeah, they were some trophies. trophies. And then in my division, it was just a, a whitewashing. So uh, Nate parish who we spoke about uh, pretty good last week for his bizarre 13 on a hole and then a million birdies <laughs> and no bogeys. He really cleaned it up, local Ballarat boy. Uh, he shot neg three in the morning round, which was yeah one behind your best score of the day, and uh, I think next best in our division might have been even or something. So he had a he had a nice little buffer, and he just sort of yeah advanced on that in the Arvo. Just played nice, clean golf and hit putts and. Uh yeah, it was very it could have been much better. there was a few close parts like uh some longer bids and things that hit cages. So um now very, very nice by him. Uh, Neg ten overall. Um just yeah, getting it done. And uh Jay Ross with the second place. So I haven't seen Jay play in a very, very long time. But uh good to see him back out at it. He's out in Aubrey now, so makes it a little bit more tough. And, yeah, the rest of us were all kind of a bit bland. They <laughs> like I had a plus one and then a uh, neg five, and it's just sort of, in my division, that's what you get for showing up, so. <laughs>
1: that's, uh, that's your number. Yeah,
0: bo- both of them, uh, both rounds for me felt pretty bland, just didn't really give myself a lot of chances and uh, scrambled okay and took a lot of par's. Uh, but they yeah, rated pretty well. Both rounds rated uh, 10 or so points above my rating, so I'll take it.
1: Yeah, I was just having a look at that. A lot of your field uh, rated a nicely above their uh, rating.
0: Yeah, it was pretty generous, I thought. so. Just from the way it felt anyway. So, um, Yeah, it just felt like I didn't give myself a lot of chances, as I said. uh, But I had a good weekend anyway. Like I said, I hadn't uh, played with Jay for a while, so it was good to get him. Jackson Adams from uh, Bendigo. It's finally cold. Well... I guess it's uh, finally the cold Victorian tournament, so uh, he can play him again now that cricket season's over. Yep. Because as soon as it gets warm, he just abandons the discs and picks up the bat and ball. Um, so it's handy for me because he's normally much better than me. So first tournament back and uh, got to roll him, which is uh, which is rare. We had a pretty wet sail on the second round. Um, so did <laughs> yeah. all right. Same with uh, Kyle Davies. Um, got to play with him which was a lot of fun. So both really nice guys, both normally much better than me, and uh, both got a little touch-up. So Don't
1: uh... like getting it done. <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> so if I could only play people that are better than me when they both haven't played disc golf in a really long time, that'd be great. We we could keep that rolling. <laughs> that'd be good. Lock it in. Mm. Uh, George and Carol got it done for the... Uh FA one over Emma. Apparently they just uh they just swap. Next tournament Emma, Emma was turned to win.
1: That's uh how George just summed it up. So <laughs> Yeah, they've been going uh, one for one and uh the pair of them are consistently shooting above their ratings and keeping that pattern going as well. So uh yeah, keep it going, girls. It's uh awesome to see his battle in out.
0: Mm. Full of Geelong people in the MA forty division, which we don't normally really care about, but uh Pody just smashed them. You can't can't not talk about it. Luke Pote even. Lee Thompson next on plus ten. Yep. Yeah.
1: yeah, interesting, really. Um it wasn't it wasn't the field's best golf, to be honest. Um, just having a quick look. Uh Damien in third. Um, neither Lee or Luke played above their rating. Uh, and Luke gap the field and played it below his right wild
0: yeah and especially lee coming off that amazing win uh great two rounds at melbourne celebrate so disappointingly come on mate the spotlight though from uh, us is a bit of a it's 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 not a great sign for your next it's, round it's a curse <laughs> it's a curse <laughs> Uh, what do we got, and then uh, Ma fifty, no surprises there. Cranny, who's a weapon in general, but uh, he's hard to beat down there at Ballarat. So uh, he got it done, another ten-stroke victory as well. Cranny over Kerry Edwards. So and Hank Turpshaw, good to see Hank playing again. Don't see much of him anymore. He's a um, not an old-school Geelong crew, but old-school for the new-school people. If that makes sense, if
1: it does. It makes perfect sense. <laughs>
0: um so that are cool to see him back out there but just cranny he's our boy too he gets a lot of mentions on this body too hot
1: yeah rightfully so he gets a lot of mentions
0: yeah for sure you want to have a crack at uh me too i'm not sure where we're going with that one
1: yeah so uh benedict o'burn which i'm probably pronouncing correctly um Got it, it gets it done by a stroke. That was a ring a ding ding because they, I believe, they went into the uh, yeah, they went in tied. So Benedict and Brett, um, had a four stroke gap over uh, Thomas and Narada going into uh, round two, making up a pretty Melbourne heavy uh lead card. And uh, yeah, in the end, it went three down, two down, um, with a birdie on 14, I guess, kind of separating them. They were tied after 13 holes still of the second round. Um, Brett gets 14, they both get 16, neither get 17 and 18 and neither make mistakes. So Benedict gets it done. Um, Chris Scott um, charged from a not so great round one. Um, what were these two ratings? Round one, 877, seven. round two, 957. Um, significant 80 point rating difference. Uh, which equates to about 10-shot improvement. So uh, I'm sure Chris would have liked to have got out the blocks a bit better and uh, given those two a run, but it wasn't typically the case. And uh, Honeyman ended up jagging uh, the fourth position. Uh, Great to see uh, Honey uh, out and about as well. He he just pops up occasionally. These paramedics and fireys and whatnot, obviously they've got locked-in rosters and you just never know when the likes of Kale and Honey and Joel are ever going to show their faces at their PDJ event. Yeah, exactly. Rolling that straight into uh, another ring ding um, in FA2, um, which finished with maybe a, what, a seven-hole playoff?
0: <laughs> it fell like that, <laughs> I can tell you that. I reckon it might end up being four in the end. Okay, so Kim Mitchell
1: and... Um, Anita Weber both playing awesome golf. You know, Kim averaged 56 rating points above her rating. Anita averaged 60 points above her rating, shooting plus 19s. Uh, but, yeah, came in tied with Anita finishing bogey-bogey in round two, um, letting Kim catch her. And, yeah, they went into a, a, a heated playoff. Uh, could Just could not be separated Edis, Anita, Anita stuck to her game plan, laid up, you know, a bunch of circle two putts, maybe even a circle edge putt in the playoff uh, and just, you know, didn't want to push it, didn't want to throw it away and just kind of played a bit of, bit of poker really and just waited for Kim to make a mistake. And unfortunately that for Kim, a mistake did come uh, when they rolled back around to was it hole one? Yep. Uh, and Anita taps in uh a part putt at that stage i believe uh to get it done and get the victory so another w for anita
0: just rolling she's just absolutely rolling through the w's at the moment so yeah good on her
1: uh your mate tim Ware uh got it done um hold off a charging lewis penhall in ma3 um yeah i still don't understand
0: i every <laughs> time i see him play he plays really well but his matrix rating and his PJ rating beg to differ. I just, I don't know what, where's the disconnect. I need to do a deep dive and, and find out how he keeps getting his rating so
1: low because yeah. he, he balls out. Yeah. I, I've i got a theory. I'm thinking maybe like just in the background, he's hosting his own PDJ events where he shoots 700 rated golf and he gets somehow gets it submitted. He must, must be friendly with Paul Arden and, uh, Yeah, because you're right. Like, we talk about him in a positive way too often for him to be sitting there as an 860-rated golfer uh, and winning all these events.
0: Yeah, while he's doing some crazy shenanigans
1: for sure. Something's a a play there. But, yeah, Lewis Penhall, come charging, um, with a 935-rated second round. Uh, But, yes, still three shots short. uh, MA4 uh matt daniels uh, obviously he had a big weekend uh came in second um I'm not familiar with the lee joy is this where it, he's from dalakone yep i don't know where that is uh
0: <laughs> yeah me either but good on you mate nice victory yeah but got fair done. gap there as well yeah
1: good gap uh plus two round two is pretty good going really uh, yeah for sure and yeah what he must have gone plus four round one that's you know i've had very
0: good for ma4 <laughs> yeah i've
1: definitely done worse than that 100 um, percent. so that's good stuff uh any other comp- tobias wowie mind the gap smashing his brother um, yeah
0: i don't know what he's doing i swear last tournament he moved up to ma4 or something right yeah i thought so yeah, it wouldn't have fared in very well with this one. But, um, yeah, I thought that might have been a, a permanent switch, but maybe not.
1: And oh, uh, Jess Holman came over from SA. There's, SA crew, there's just like – there's a Man Gambia crew, isn't there, that they just um, – they must have shares in diesel or something. They just – there ain't a tournament too far to drive to and just rock up, play, and then go home again. No, nah, exactly,
0: especially the Ballarat one. It's just not that far. Like, Ballarat's sort of out that way anyway. Yeah. Um, I reckon it ends up cutting off like an hour or something more than it would be to come to Melbourne. So uh, yeah, not bad.
1: Was a part of the SA crew. Should have Probably won't
0: see him at Jumbuck, but
1: that is well, we'll wait and see. We talked it up. If they're listeners, yeah, true, uh, they uh, they might show their face.
0: They're definitely listeners. I should have brought this up at the Melbourne celebrates because um, yeah, Ryan Nicholson and uh, Michelle were there. And, um, Michelle was pretty chuffed that I gave her the, the shout out for being the TD cause she was a little pissed at you for just giving all the credit to Ryan. Fair enough. <laughs> Apparently you were saying something about Ryan and she's like, well, p- piece of shit. Mm. And then I was like, well, Michelle's the TD. She's like, that's right. <laughs> that's right. So they were listening on the way to Melbourne celebrate. So that was cool.
1: <laughs> Sorry, Michelle. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, what a great weekend for it too. Like the weather was beautiful in Ballarat. We were expecting, um, uh, some pretty crap, but it was uh very nice conditions. So, uh, yeah, cool. I was, I was very excited for the big wet.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That was uh good fun. Good fun. Another good event. Mm. All
0: right. Should we do something that we haven't done in uh, a very long time? Yes. Uh, we're going to do the Elijah Bickle check-in.
1: Wow. we the one and the only for the og listeners out there they they've probably been dying for an elijah bickle check-in exactly
0: like what's he up to where's he been so for people who uh who may not know we used to do a segment every week called the elijah bickle check-in where we would check in on household name uh touring pro elijah bickle because he just happens to be the highest rated player who follows this uh, and we promise to do it for anyone else who might follow us that's higher rated. I don't, I don't think it's happened yet.
1: Uh, well, 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 well. You'll just have to wait and listen. Oh, okay, okay, uh, I might have something to share with us a little later.
0: <laughs> uh, well, we're going to check in for now on Elijah anyway. So he played at Ledgestone on the weekend. He did. Uh, and uh, Cole Rodalen with the negative 36 got the win. Like, oh, just um, in
1: cruise control.
0: Where did our mate, uh, was he close, Elijah, at negative 36?
1: Well, what, what, what drew our attention to him was that after round two, um, if you go to the very bottom of the leaderboard, <laughs> you will find um, Elijah Bickle's name right next to none other than Luke Baines.
0: Oh,
1: Australia's number one. Exactly. They were both sitting there on plus eleven after one round at Eureka and one round at Northwood. Um yeah. Um Elijah went plus two followed by a plus nine. Uh Luke went even followed <sighs> by final round. And even followed by a plus eleven. So we were like ring ding ding. Bainey v. Elijah. Well, Elijah's final round did not go so well. <laughs> And he finished in a hundred and what? <laughs> 23rd place. 123rd place. Plus Oof. 25. Yeah. With a final round plus 14 around Northwood Black. Yikes. Yikes. <laughs> Yikes. Tough. That's tough.
0: Yeah. And Bainey just way, way ahead of him in a hundred and twelfth place. Yeah, yeah. Six uh six strokes better.
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, uh, plus eight, six stroke better. Plus eight's pretty good going around uh Northwood Black. I would uh love um uh yeah a plus yeah hundred percent They came in at nine. I'll be like a plus hundred. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. It's nearly a thousand rated plus eight. It's wild.
0: The hardest course in the world. Yeah. <laughs> nice all right well we, maybe we should now we brought it up we should probably have a chat about the the top section because yeah Cole darlin as you said just in cruise control after well what can only be called a masterful performance in round two just slaughtering northwood black for a neg nine neg nine yeah disgusting yeah really We were just talking about how plus eight is actually pretty hot yeah and he nagged nine. It's just gross. Yeah. Uh, and then after that, he just didn't have to do much.
1: I wish I could remember off the top of my head, like, how many shots Hardy did around Northwood Black and, and do the maths on how many shots minus nine better than that is. Like, did he, <laughs> was it a plus 16, I think Hardy did? Yeah, in my head, it's plus 16. Yeah. So just a cool 25 strokes. 25 strokes over 18 holes. Like... It's just next level. Hardy's yeah, the guy who just ridiculous. annihilated Melton, gap the field by six strokes, and he's Cole just coolly going twenty five shots better than that.
0: Uh, and am I crazy? Uh, I've been thinking about this for a while, but he doesn't he doesn't pop up very often, so it hasn't really been a factor. But does he? Not in his face, but every other part of his like look, his body, his physique, and the way he plays is he just Paul Macbeth? Like, am I the only one who's thought about that? Am I crazy here? Uh, I see him just walk, and I'm like, that's Paul McBeth. <laughs> I see that big, juicy rump. And I'm like, that's Paul McBeth.
1: I see that smooth action. And I'm like, that's Paul McBeth. I mean, there's worse There's worse people to model yourselves after. But, uh, yeah, you know he's only 18?
0: Yeah, it's wild. And he's a monster. He's like a foot taller than Paul McBeth. And yeah. Probably like 30
1: kilos of muscle heavier. Yeah. He's, uh, he's going to be, uh, yeah, hanging out with the big guys. He's definitely, yeah, the Gannon Burrs and the um the Robinsons and just all those, like, you know, sub-drinking age players that are in the field at the moment. Uh, this Disc golf's in good position.
0: Yeah, 100%. Seems like a nice kid too. Once he gets off DGA as well, he'll probably be even better.
1: He only just went to them.
0: Did he? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well... I
1: feel like that's new this year. If not, it was new last year.
0: I did like his shirt though. He like his black shirt with the gold DGA yeah, yeah, or fire. DGA. I uh, I was big on it. I, I got around that. Um. All right. Uh, should we do our player rater then? Oh yes, we should. Uh. So, we mentioned that we had a uh, play with Kale on the weekend and he goes i'm not much of a social guy he goes but i want you to rate uh honey james Honeyman. and we're like of course we would love to so um what are we rating him on
1: so we obviously got driving putting mental game and card vibes uh our four stationary categories um and then we've um, we've gone a bit sideways with our fifth category as we tend to do and we've gone with side hustle creation. Now, mm. this is a good little uh, re-plug for us because I've said this a couple of times now on the potty and I just I just don't think people are here to listen to me because uh, sometimes I feel like they're worse than my students because I quite clearly said to our listeners that Fire Firears Distinguisher is a real company and go and give them a like and um because i was the only i repeat only other um Throllers listener that had given them a like on instagram now i have to say that one person listened give me one moment to see who that was i, I, I want to say it was david gannon but I, I,
0: it uh it wasn't me <laughs> <Yeah>. sorry honey <laughs> i forgot
1: um let's go check who follows this mob um uh, James does, and, oh, you're killing me. Just quote, quote <laughs> me on that. I think it was David Gannon. It was
0: Dave Gannon, definitely. Yeah, yeah it was just Dave quote Gannon me on Gannon. that. It was <laughs> Dave Gannon. So get That's around cool. it, guys. Fire, will show with our man, James Honeyman.
1: Exactly.
0: Uh, all right, mate. Well, uh, you want to lead us off?
1: Uh, I do. All right, driving. I, um... I, I ebbed and flowed with driving. Um, I have played a few rounds around Stony with Honey, and I've landed on a four. Um, nearly went four point five, but um, for a man that's you know got a backhand, he's got a bit of a sidearm. He throws a whole range of discs. But what really got him up high for me uh, and made me consider four point five was the fact that the man can throw a beast of a thumber. Um, so I've landed on four. Uh, it's
0: very funny that uh, you mentioned the thumber and that uh, that has helped increase your score on him because for me it only decreases it. Uh, <laughs> uh, as a man who throws a lot of thumbers, I'm fully aware that you only throw a thumber or a tomahawk uh, if you can't actually throw a real shot. So.
1: <laughs>
0: so. <laughs> um. Yeah, if you can't throw straight, you throw a walk or you throw a tumble. So I uh I went with the three. So uh we're gonna have to round it into a, a three and a half. And it's a three
1: point five, yeah, that's how it works. <laughs> Oof All right. Yeah fire away with putting.
0: Uh I've also sort of jumped right in the middle there with, with, with a three. Uh then the man can definitely put him in and the man can definitely not put him in. <laughs>
1: okay so here we go We're, we've got some differences early because oh no i've, I've gone hard here I've, I've gone hard um honey i've i've just been on his card one too many times where he has missed a whole range of putts uh and i've seen him cage from a very close range very very close range um and I just couldn't get that out of my mind. So I went with a two. Big. Yeah. Uh, so there we go. We're at
0: 2.5. Nice.
1: There we go. Uh, card vibes. Card vibes, yes.
0: For me, that's uh, that's one of the names where... Well, yeah, one of the people where you see that name and you know you're in for a good one. Um, I think this is the category that's probably copping the most fives, but I think his name goes on that list. He's a five for me.
1: Oh, Excellent. Um, I had him. I had him at four point five, um, but I'm ha- I'm very glad to uh, round that up to five. Yeah, pleasure to play with. Legend of a dude. Um, yeah, five is fitting for carb vibes. I do feel like I'm pretty stingy with
0: fives and things in uh, the other categories. Yeah, there's probably only going to be one or two, but uh, I feel like I've given a lot of fives for card buys. Yes, uh, people are fun to there's play. There's a with. lot of people that are good. Yeah, exactly.
1: This is this is what we're here to do. We're here to have fun. There's more people, people that are people. fun
0: to people. Yeah, there's more people that are fun to play with than are actually good at putting or driving. Yeah,
1: yeah I mean exactly. I mean, we have Australia has no thousand rated golfers. Um, so yeah, <laughs> yeah. we're not good at golf, but are we a vibe? Hopefully.
0: Yeah, we're a vibe. all right uh mental game what do you got for us
1: um i I went high i went 4.5 um he uh, we've spoken about this a little bit with uh mental game and i think james falls a little bit into this category he's just like unfappable he obviously works in a very stressful environment and that translates to when he's on the disc golf course he's just like his mental game is elite but i i just fell shy of five because i think Maybe, maybe sometimes he he's too chill. Maybe sometimes he's too chill, and maybe that's why he's missed so many three meter putts. So I went four point five.
0: Uh, yeah, I took I took a full point off as well. I went uh, the four because yeah, he's not he, he's not falling into a heap. That's not happening. No, but I just uh, I feel like to get the five, you also got to have a bit of that killer instinct. Yes, yeah. and uh, yeah, he's 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 too nice. He's too chill. Yeah cool so i've gone four but that uh that rounds up to a 4.5 it holds
1: it does it does mm. all right um, so side hustle look creation big. this is big yeah yeah, yeah. something something could happen here right now i just just to lay the lay this uh the scene the context obviously we we either go high or we go low um with our fifth category and um, but I wonder. I just I I felt like this one. It's it's unclear. Obviously, we've given him a rev up, and he and he does have a side hustle. And fire extinguisher is worth checking out. And I can't wait to give it a try myself. But um, I'm interested to see what what numbers come forward here. I uh, uh,
0: yes, he floated this uh, as an option, and I I I was I was excited by this because I think it's uh, I think it's a good one for him because it's. Uh, we would probably want to give him a low score but it's hard to find anything to bring him down on he's just such a nice guy Um, so for me it's going to be a two and a half a two and a half and it's a two and a half because uh, I love the product I love the concept uh, I love the branding I love the slogans all that sort of stuff but he's just for me part of it's getting it out there as well and he's not doing enough to get it out there it's not a enough of a thing um part you know we tried to put it out there and it didn't work i didn't even follow it so that's <laughs> part of that's on me but um i don't i've never even seen it you know what i mean i've never even had one in my hands. so um yeah part of that might be on me so he might be mad at me because uh, my own shitness is marking him down but two and a half for mine love the product but um i just don't love the marketing
1: all right um i am I'm, I'm almost certain that you have had one in your hand because i'm almost certain that, oh no <laughs> uh it was with us at inverley uh when we we're staying at uh beautiful betty mays or whatever her name is um i'm pretty sure one came out onto the table when we were uh, enjoying a barbecue one night um, <laughs> yeah, this is, uh, but anyway come back to me <laughs> <laughs> stick with your 2.5 i i, I went 3.5 um eh, yeah, for similar similar reasons, to be honest. Um, but actually, because I've held it, but I've not tried it, and I think if I um, was to go any higher than three point five, I'd be unfair, uh, because I need to I need to, you know, get dive into some spicy hot sauce and give it an actual go and see how soothing it is for the ring of fire. So um, I've gone with three point five, which leaves us in the middle at three uh this is gonna be big this is big this is uh th- this has to be a new leader uh, and uh, there might even be a fair gap uh, i i reckon you're onto it quick maths has got me at 18.5 let me just big. recheck that 8 12.5 and 6 there 18.5 uh we have a new leader big very big, love that. Nice, honey. Love that. Love that. I, uh, it's a, that's a cool, cool name to have on top of the leaderboard. He's taken down. Um, I was just getting the leaderboard ready, I'll put it up on socials. But, um, you got Chris Scott, Mark Hardy, and your dad all there at 16.5, closely followed by Daz on 16. And now we have a new top dog, uh, on the thrower radar, uh, James Honeyman Honey. Love that,
0: huge. Well done, honey. Nice work. Thanks for the suggestion, Kale. Yes. So uh, yeah, hit us up. Anyone
1: else? Uh, um, I've, ha- I've had a couple. So we've got a couple up our sleeve Ooh, as well. Ooh, yes, Um, yes, yes. I We definitely said last uh, podcast that, you know, we've already rated five people, so and we only have six listeners. So you're the sixth. If we haven't rated you yet, let us know. And I uh, had a couple of people <laughs> message me saying, hey, I'm the sixth. Ra- Love it. Rate me.
0: Love it. Excellent. We'll definitely have to get to them. Yeah. All right, so uh let's wrap it up with a good spotlight not light, shall we? Yes, I've got
1: I've got a couple nice. Well, fire away. What do you got? Uh, go with your spotlight. Uh, oh, let's do some honorable mentions uh, in the spotlights and then I'll go into my actual one. So, uh Reese probably butchered his last name, but that's part of the fun. Um, excellent TDing on the weekend at Big Wet. Uh, nothing pleases me more than a fast players meeting and an even faster wrap-up at the end. Um, just I hope other TDs are looking up to you, Reese, because that is how it's done. Honorable mention for a spotlight for sure. Uh, I hope I'm not stealing any of your spotlights. My next one goes – my next honorable mention goes to Pen um and just all the work that he's done in and around the Melton scene um, and – you know the ways. You know even operating that Facebook page and how desperate he is for disc golf to grow in Melton. Um, you know I'm sure the likes of Tony and myself and any, and the club. You know always when you install a course, you you know you hope it uh, takes hold in the community and um, it really is in Melton and that a lot of that is thanks to Penn. So uh, a huge honourable mention. But I alluded to this earlier, um, but we haven't. We have a new follower. And he is our highest-rated follower, um, and he has to get the spotlight because this man, and I'm just going to bring up my statistics, in the latest rating update climbed by four rating points. This golfer is now a 1017-rated golfer. And to give you a massive Ooh, big. clue on who this is... Can I guess? No clues? Uh, uh, yes, but you will ruin the fun of my clue if you guessed before. Oh, give Sorry. It- Go, 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 go. For the listeners out there, this rating of 1017 is this man's highest rating in over 23 years. It was over oh, 20, I was wrong. It was over 23 years ago this man was rated this high. Uh, would you care to guess? Well, of course it's Scott Stokely. It is indeed Scott you, Stokely. You, you
0: mentioned that uh, last week that he's due for a big fat ratings bump. Yep um so uh,
1: that's sick he follows us now no nice. yeah he does he checks out our insta stories and everything and um yeah just i alluded to it that he was having a sick european and i think you know even in the next rating update he could go up again you know once some other ratings um drop off but the fact that he was last uh this close to 10 20 golf was back in the year 2000 is just pretty cool <laughs> that's pretty cool that's amazing so here's my spotlight
0: Very, very nice. Um, Yeah, he definitely stole uh, my spotlight. I was going to go with Reese. I was very impressed with that. Uh, Don't read out all the groups. You know where you're playing if you don't come see me. Oh, loved it. Uh, Afterwards, uh, here are all 10 CTP winners. List the whole names. Come grab your discs. Love that. Just punch through everything. Um, So good. So, yeah, nice one with that. Um, so, I don't know, I think we just got a, uh, I got a sort of a two-parter in the spotlight, so, Zarin with the ace, that's just so good, $500 ace is is incredible, that's the biggest ace spot I've heard go off in Australia, um, maybe the Gambia one got a little bit bigger than that, but incredible, uh, sick, sick ace, uh, and then the second part to it is ash weedner just getting in the chat and changing his name to darren ace smith that. and i i got a great little chuckle out of that so uh dazzle with the ace and then uh ash with the name that's um that's my spotlight i'm, I'm i like that
1: yeah. played, well played sick ace uh and ash with the uh fire content all right do you want to uh roll with your not light?
0: Uh yeah, yeah yeah. I'm gonna go. This uh, this is stiff. I know he's an avid listener, uh, so I don't really want to go after him. But uh, I got it. I'm gonna go with an honourable mention. I could get in trouble this week. Um, oh, here we go. So, Spice it up. <laughs> so my honourable mention uh goes to Dave Gannon. Um, plus two at Melton. It's not getting it done. Uh, not great in Ballarat either. Um, I don't know. I feel like he was up and about a little bit. He played really well, got a nice shout out of the Queensland Open. Uh and then he's come back to Victoria and he he's letting the team down. Oh, I was looking for big things from Dave and he's um and he's 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 dropping off. He's not where I want him to be. Let's just say that. So he gets my honorable mention. And um actually not like oh, I don't know. Worry about going this way, My 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 cops are backlash but probably not enough listen people listen to actually uh factor in i'm gonna go with uh how do i word it? how do i say it um what's the name well disc golf justice and um uh, what's the name of the media company's gatekeeper. partner with gatekeeper media <sighs> i tried watching the vic open footage the other day and i just turned it off after a couple of holes I just, we've been getting so much good content from uh, Parked Media, and I've been watching all the Jomez stuff for years and all the MDG and all this stuff. And yeah, I, I don't know, like, I, I don't want to be shitting on Australian disc golf content, but the one camera setup's just not doing it for me anymore. It was just a bit shaky and you couldn't see well. And I don't know, I, I was getting a bit of a headache watching it. Um, So. Yeah, I think that's I think that's got to cop my not like that. I uh, could be getting in trouble here, but I think the disc golf justice the the game has just got to step up now. Um, he's getting lead card and Park Media's getting chase card, and I just don't I don't know if that's the way forward here. Nah. Uh, so that's that's my not like lift, lift your game, sorry mate.
1: that nah, nah, fair enough, fair enough. Um, yeah, I don't want to fuel you, fuel your fire too much, but. Uh, any particular reason you were watching such an old event recently uh because it just came out yeah yeah Mm. yeah
0: just just came out i've seen many many things from park media uh in 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 the meantime yeah but um yeah i think they got it out just before park media got out the melbourne celebrates footage so they're on like a eight to ten day turnaround and uh yeah, the other guys, the other mobs on a... Well, it was in April, right? Yeah, <laughs> so exactly. Several months turnaround. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, game I, needs to step up. Yeah. I love that he's partnering with a big media company, but I don't know. If I'm running an event, I want my footage out next week, not halfway through next year.
1: No, fair enough. Uh, might not lie. Um, uh, I've done this before, but I have to do it again, um, and hopefully... It, pays dividends when I next get to play because my not like goes to myself. Um, <laughs> what? Yeah, like I, I've, got, oh, I've, got, what? I've got reasons. Hear me out. Um, I obviously didn't play particularly good disc golf on the weekend, um, nor should I. I'm simply not playing that often um, and I'm very, very content with that until I somehow come in after round one with the hottest round and now all of a sudden I'm like, oh, nah, nah, I'm here to win. And as soon as I switch that on in my head, I'm going to shit the bed. And uh, I proceeded to start in the bed and playing pretty uh, average golf because, yeah, as I said, I'm not playing that often. But the real reason I'm not not lying myself was because I uh, t- like just unfairly uh, took it out on a card, mate, at one particular stage when I was... Uh, you know pull my way around a hole six well on my way to a bogey or a double bogey or whatever it may have been um there was definitely a stroke that i threw where um my footing was potentially quite questionable uh, maybe i like maybe i uh stepped on my disc uh, maybe i didn't and a card mate uh you know i who was happened to be near me uh, called me up on it uh very politely and very respectfully and um, no one else was to be around to be seen, and he and he wasn't calling me for, he wasn't stroking me or anything, but just said, you know, just be mindful. Uh, I think you might have got pretty close to stepping on your disc there, uh, and I gave a pretty dickish reaction. So I'm fully not lighting myself for being a bit of a dick and getting inside my own head.
0: Okay, Well, I'll cop that. That's why good, good on you for uh, self accountability there. Yes,
1: and I'm, I'm like obviously it's selfish. I'm hoping that I play exceptionally well next time because that's how I'm not like to go. Exactly. (laughs) Nice. All right, well, we made it. We got there.
0: Beautiful. Um, Yeah, thanks, everybody, for listening. Legends, peace.